This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan and Matt Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Good morning, Pastor Matt. How you doing? I'm doing great. You? Well, good, man. Welcome to Morning Breath, everybody, on this beautiful Tuesday, January 14th. We're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to get into the Word first. That's what Morning Breath's all about, reading a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, talking to Jesus, asking Him to help us to uh, understand the Word and understand our day and understand how He wants to impact our day. And so we're glad you're here with us getting into the Word. We're going to read the chapter in just a little bit. If you don't have any uh, any insight on you know which chapter we're in right now, it's kind of an important time. And uh, it's a time when we get into our devotion for the year. We've got a 21-day devotion. Today is day number two. Yeah. Started yesterday. Yeah. And so, uh, man, if you haven't gotten on board yet, you can get on board. You can go on our website, get one. You tell them all about yeah, that. Yeah, on stuff. our website and on our app. Uh, if you download the East Coast app, you're, you'll get everything with Morning Breath as well as East Coast Christian Center. Uh, we've got a 21-day devotion that we're doing right now. As you said, we're on day two, and we'd love for you to get started with that. It's totally free. And uh, also, many people are fasting. And, you know, if you just give up something for God and put something else in for God, like add a little something that needs to be in there and take a little something out, I think you'll experience uh, some great things. In fact, if you want 2020 to be your best year, maybe you should make it your best year with the Lord. And why not start yeah, the beginning, uh, 21 days, giving that to God? It's it's kind of like, uh, like a tithe of mm, your time and effort. You know, a lot of times church, you hear about tithing money, but why not tithe some tithe, time, tithe some prayer, tithe some effort, give the first part of your year to God, and let's see what he does with the rest. In fact, uh, I think it was two years ago, I uh, I wasn't in a great habit of reading my Bible at a certain time of the day or always reading it. I just kind of read it whenever. And uh, I took the devotion, and I used that as a jump start. And um, actually, it was three years ago. I jump started uh, into other devotions and other reading after it every single day. And I've continued that for now three years. And it's just been awesome. And so I would, yeah. if you kind of find yourself in that same position where you, you haven't really been, been serious doing something with the Bible and you've wanted to get it started, the devotion is a great way to get it started. And then you can follow along with the morning breath chapters after that uh, and do a SOAP Bible study, which is Seek, Observe, Apply, Pray, or however you'd like to do it and read the chapter that we're reading. And it could carry you into uh, 2020 for the rest of the year. Yep. And it'd be great to have, you know, being habitual or anything else, if I work out once a month, it doesn't really, you know, benefit my body nearly as well as if I work out three or four times a week. And so anything like that, where you get a little bit more discipline, a little bit more, uh, you know, effort in that area, it pays big dividends. Yes. And, you know, a lot of times it's it's hard to be ready when sort of a spiritual emergency hits. But if you just sort of stay ready, you know, if I had to run a half a mile right now and I hadn't run in a long time, it might be really challenging. But if I ran a half mile every day and then I had to run a half mile or a mile, it'd be uh, be a lot easier to do. Yeah, I'm just tired thinking about running a half a mile. <laughs> yeah, I'm winded. <sighs> How you doing, Nick? I'm doing good. Welcome to the new year. Woo-woo! Yeah, I like it, man. He's excited. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nick's something. Is that what he does when he's excited? <laughs> woo-woo! Woo-woo! Yeah, he does this little woo-woo <laughs> That's thing. That's great. Yeah. Uh-oh. No. 
Well, what do they say these days? The you know, yeah. Yeah, when people it? are like excited. I mean, I know at one point in time they said it's going to be lit. What do they say now, Nick? Um, <laughs> come on, Nick. I guess I'm not. The like, pressure's on. I'm You're not, like 20 years old. I know. I feel like I should know. You should this know. Too. I feel like I just want to say it's still. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. I oh, heard that no. somewhere before. You're so ni- 2019. Yeah. You're so... Uh, You're so last decade. Yeah, that's Dear. what I was like. 2019, maybe 1919. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Super oh lame. La- lame. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> anyway, uh, what else we need to do? Anything else we need to... You know, you can get a paper copy. I know we've got these out there available for you on the on the World Wide Web with our website, that. But if you wanted a paper copy, something to write in, we do have them available at the church. Yeah. Stop by mm-hmm. and visit. We'd love to get one of those to you. We we uh, if you can pay if you can afford it, pay five dollars for it. If you can't, take one anyway, because we want to want to make sure the word's not bound. Yeah, come Sunday or Saturday night at well, East Coast Christian Center this weekend. Go to our website eccc.us. Look up a service time. We have eleven services in four locations. We'd love to have you. Yep. We're right in the middle of casting vision for twenty twenty. Some really neat things that uh, yeah. we're doing as a church. Uh, one thing we mentioned this last Sunday is we are building a building soon in Vieira. We'll yep. be starting it this year. Five acres in Tavistock and Vieira Boulevard, right off of ninety five, the new overpass. By the way, I they built that just for us. You know that, right? That. Overpass, they, of yeah, course. They've just yeah, for I, I knew they that. knew they knew that the Lord was planting a church there, and so they they worked it out. You yeah, know, yeah. just kidding. I, no, I'm not. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, that's kind of stuff. Other God people does. can use it. Yeah, other people they, are allowed to use it, it anytime they'd like. But it was actually for, built yeah. for people to get to church. Yeah, that's it. No, I'm in. Totally. That's what our entire highway system was built for. Yeah, we'd love to have you, Merritt Island, Coco, or Vieira. Yep. Other than that, I think. Uh, oh, one more thing. You, you probably you didn't know I was going to say this, but you've got a book out, uh, prepare Oops. positioning yep. for breakthrough. Yep. Yep. And uh, it's a great book. You uh, recently did a Wednesday night service about it. And uh, how do they get that book? Because I'm I've been reading it. I've I've actually, um, I'm like, oh, oh, they did that uh, ten years ago, at East Coast Christian Center. We're doing that tomorrow. <laughs> There's been some great things that uh, I've read in there that I'm just like, wow, I think you could just rinse and repeat this in your life every year and yeah. it would really help you. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the reasons I wrote it and that because I've, I feel like it's been a big part of my life and it's something that's kind of, I don't know of any other, anywhere where you can get teaching on the kind of subjects that I'm dealing with in there. That's kind of why I wrote the book and you could get it by calling the office. You could get it by going on, I believe it's danslawbaum.com. Uh, you can order it right there. That's probably the easiest way to get it. We'll mail one out to you. And so they're available either you can stop by the church and get one or uh, go on danslawbaum.com and uh, get one that way. That's probably the, the simplest most direct way, yeah. I thought they were on our app, but I, oh, they are. They're are on they? the app. They're yep. on the app too. Yep. If you go to the app, cool. It takes you right to Dan Stallbaum. Oh, there you go. So, so if you got our app, you got everything. It's a great book. It's actually a pretty easy read. It's not yeah, too it long is. of a book. Nope. Uh, what is it? About 150 pages, 200 yeah, pages, yeah, something like that. 150. Just... And I need that because oh, like no, a 350 page book for me is like yeah. a war, serious war and peace. decision. <laughs> No, I didn't want to write War and Peace. I just wanted to. There's so many more things you could say about the stuff I wrote about. But that's really, the, that's you get to have that adventure with God, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I think sometimes even things left unsaid are more powerful than things said at times when uh, 
when you can work on them from that point of view. Anyway, yep, I wrote a book. Well, let's get started. We're in uh, day two on our devotion and our fast, and uh, we're in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31. Deuteronomy. And uh, what is the devotion today titled? It's Let me see, I got it right something here. about our father's something. the father's strength. The father's strength. Yeah, the father's strength. Also, I like it. Um, and this would be great to have on the sheet is we have on our website a video that goes along with every devotion, and that will be available on our app as well. So and, is that available like when the the day the devotion comes out? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And it goes along with the devotion, and it's a personal story from the writer about. Uh, how they connect with that. So when check that out. So today. the one who wrote the devotion, somebody on our staff or somebody involved in our church yep. who wrote the devotion is going to be on there with you on yeah. that little video. Yeah, and, and they and just share a two, three-minute cool. story. And, it's uh, not a War and Peace video. No. no it's not a three-hour movie. Mm-mm. Okay, got you. So you can fit that in. That'd just be one more way to cement some of these things yes. into your heart. Yep. Cool. Well, let's get into it. All right. I'm gonna read New King James. How about you? Same. Yeah, and uh, so we got uh, it's 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 only 30 verses, but it seemed pretty long. Yeah. To me, uh, so I'm gonna read the first 15. I guess we'll split it right down the middle. You read the last 15, and we go from there. Does that work? Yep. All right. Read, sir. <laughs> then Moses went and spoke these words to all Israel, and he said to them, "I am 120 years old today. I can no longer go out and come in." Also, the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross over this Jordan. The Lord, your God himself, crosses over before you. He will destroy these nations from before you, and you shall dispossess them. Joshua himself crosses over before you, just as the Lord has said. And the Lord will do to them, as he did to Shihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites and their land, when he destroyed them. The Lord will give them over to you, and you may... Do that you may do to them according to every commandment which I have commanded you. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Then Moses called Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for you must go with this people to the land which the Lord has sworn to your fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. So Moses wrote this law and delivered it to the priests, the sons of Levi, who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord and to all the elders of Israel. And Moses commanded them, saying, at the end of every seven years, at the appointed time, in the year of release, at the Feast of Tabernacles, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God, In the place which he chooses, you shall read this law before all Israel in their hearing. Gather the people together, men and women and little ones, and the stranger who is within your gates, that they may hear and that they may learn to fear the Lord your God and carefully observe all the words of this law, and that their children who have not known it may hear and learn to fear the Lord your God as long as you live in the land which you cross the Jordan to possess." Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, the days approach when you must die. Call Joshua and present yourselves in the tabernacle of meeting so that I may inaugurate him. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves in the tabernacle of meeting. Now the Lord appeared at the tabernacle in a pillar of cloud, and the pillar of cloud stood above the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, 
You will rest with your fathers, and this people will rise and play the harlot with the gods of the foreigners of the land, where they go to be among them, and they will forsake me and break my covenant which I have made with them. Then my anger shall be aroused against them in that day, and I will forsake them, and I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured, and many evils and troubles shall befall them. So they will say in that day, Have not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us? And I will surely hide my face in that day, because of all the evil which they have done, in that they have turned to other gods. Now therefore, write down this song for yourselves, and teach it to the children of Israel. Put it in their mouths that this song may be a witness for me against the children of Israel. When I have brought them to the land flowing with milk and honey, of which I swore to their fathers, and they have eaten and filled themselves and grown fat, they will turn to other gods and serve them, and they will provoke me and break my covenant. Then it shall be, when many evils and troubles have come upon them, that this song will testify against them as a witness, for it will not be forgotten in the mouths of their descendants, for I know the inclination of their behavior. Behavior today, even before I have brought them to the land of which I swore to give them. Therefore, Moses wrote this song the same day and taught it to the children of Israel. Then he inaugurated Joshua, the son of Nun, and said, Be strong and of good courage, for you shall bring the children of Israel into the land which I swore to them, and I will be with you. So it was when Moses had completed writing the words of the law in a book of this law in a book when they were finished that Moses commanded the Levites who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord saying, take this book of the law and put it behind the ark of the covenant of the Lord, your God. And it may be there as a witness against you for I know your rebellion and your stiff neck. If today, while I am yet alive, you have been rebellious against the Lord, then how much more after my death, Gather to me all the elders of your tribes and your officers that I may speak these words in their hearing and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death, you will become utterly corrupt and turn aside from the way which I have commanded you and evil will befall you in the latter days because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him as uh, to anger through the work of your hands. Then Moses spoke in the hearing of all the assembly of Israel, the words of this song until they were ended. Ah, uh, man, we're going to hold off on that song. Actually, that song's really long. Um, it goes like for 38, for, no, 43 verses um, of the next chapter. So it was quite a song. What was kind of impressive to me is it says, he, and he wrote that song that very day and taught it to the children of Israel. So to me, the only way he could have received that song was really kind of prophetically. You know, the, the words were just flowing. Um, I don't know how she'd just sit down and write a song that long and that in, in you know, entailed in all this stuff that he, he needed to write. But I imagine it, it was really a bittersweet time for Moses. You know, he's leaving. He's dying. Um, he's worked hard with these people. He's been mad at them. He's loved them. He's, you know, all the stuff that you go through with people. It, it's almost kind of like... Um, have you ever seen restored, really old hardwood floors that have been restored? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got all these little nicks and scratches, and but, you know, they're under the new finish now, and it really actually gives the wood character and beauty. And, you know, maybe by the fireplace, there's a few burn marks. And, you know, in the hallway where there was a lot of traffic, there's scratching or, you know, where the dog, you know, ran in and turned the corner every, 
every day. And, and every one of those marks on the floor, which were kind of, you know, in one way a damage or a, a hurt to them, to the flooring, later on when you restore it, let's say it's from the 1920s or 30s or 40s or something, when you restore it, it becomes part of the beauty and the character of that flooring. And I think that's kind of what we have, you know, in our lives at this stage. And Moses has got a lot of character and seen a lot of great. There's a lot of great that's gone on in these first five books of the Bible. But there's also a lot of hard stuff. And he's actually forecasting a really tough time in the life of Israel. Yeah. When I read this, um, I was like, man, oh, man, I... <laughs> I thought, what a terrible like time for Joshua in a way. Like he's he's given leadership, and uh, when he says take courage, um, he's he really need needed a lot of courage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because now not only is he saying take courage, but God says these guys are going to rebel hard against me. In fact, I'm giving you a song. And you need to go write it down and put it in the Ark of the Covenant or next to it so that when uh, they forget that I predicted this, they can read it and remember that it's a witness against them. And I thought, that just stinks. And I uh, I read it again today and I was like, Lord, what is up with that? And then as I read that, I, I was reminded of the radical difference when Jesus handed oh, off on. the church to the disciples. What a radical difference. Like, what hope Jesus gave the disciples where he said, you know, I'm going to heaven and I'm leaving it all to you guys, but you're not going to be alone. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth to you that will guide you. And well, Joshua kind of was given the same thing. Um, he was like, look, the Lord will go before you. He's the one that will go before you. But then Moses and the Lord's like, nope, but it's not done yet. Sorry, there's going to be massive rebellion and it's not this is not the finished work of God. Well, Jesus brought in the finished work. And so that's the difference that we actually get to walk into today is a transfer of authority and leadership that doesn't have to end. It doesn't have to end with a person. It doesn't have to end with a church. It doesn't have to end with a leader or a country. It keeps going on forever because Jesus finished the work on the cross. He rose from the dead and then he gave it to people. The Holy Spirit is now with us. We don't carry this Ark of the Covenant. We don't carry a staff. We don't carry Ten Commandments. We don't have to take a tent with us wherever we go. The the Lord doesn't have to show up in clouds of smoke. We carry the Holy Spirit within us when we receive Christ. And we with that, we carry, we carry His authority and His wisdom. And uh, I just thought, that gives me a lot of hope. It gives me a lot of hope as a pastor. It gives me a lot of hope as a father raising uh, sons and daughters. Yes. I uh, my son is turning fifteen, or he turned fifteen rather, and uh, it's just. I was going to say he's having another birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really just hit me, and it's been hitting me since he turned fifteen. Um, the revelation that he is entering new territory now. Yep. Like he'll be driving uh, very soon. He's getting his permit. Uh, then he'll be driving on his own next year. Um, and he's going to begin to pull away from us as parents in a new way, which um, is a bit terrifying in some respects, but it's caused me to really press in and, and just say, Lord, I'm, 
I got to, I've got to trust you and that, you know, quoting scripture over him. Like it's, it's put a new found uh, passion for quoting the word over him, like greater the peace of my children. And, and I'm just like giving that to the Lord. And, and I, and I have to believe and trust that the work and effort that was put in, um, is not enough. Uh, but the Lord is enough because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do enough. To, to raise my children. None of us no, can. No perfect parents. No one can. No perfect parents. None. And But God can take over. And uh, God's got my son. And and uh, so just, it's like, gave me a little bit of hope because honestly, the, the back half of this chapter was like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. like that stinks. Well, you know, the, the good part about maybe the back half of this chapter is as much as there's this prophetic word out there that Israel's going to really conk out. Yeah. It doesn't really happen in Joshua's lifetime. Mm. Joshua actually leads them in an incredible way. Sure. He actually surprises. You know, it's it's almost after reading this chapter, I thought, wait a minute. Did Joshua really mess up? No. He didn't really mess up. He actually did pretty good. He had very capable Leadership, and I also saw this, and I thought about the kind of leadership God brought to these people at this season, a military leader. David was a military leader, but Solomon wasn't. Solomon was a, a diplomat, uh, you know, a peacemaker. Uh, master negotiator. Yeah, master negotiator. He was Donald Trump. <laughs> That's a crazy thought. Can you imagine? I just had a bad picture of Solomon sitting up there with that hairdo. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I don't know. We should. Yes, we, we should. We have to let that go. Yeah, we're letting that go. Hey, this is real. This is radio. We're just doing it. But, you know, you look at that and go different kinds of leadership for different seasons. And you think about think about Joshua and his name is the most similar name to Jesus in the entire New Testament. And I think it does show us, it reinforces what you said in the beginning, Matt, is that we're not doing this on our own. Jesus is doing it through us and in us. And there's a beautiful picture there of Joshua being that Jesus to these guys and leading them and showing them how to get through this situation depending on God. Because even Jesus, when he came and walked the earth, he didn't do it on his own. He depended on God. And so I, th- I just thought it was a beautiful picture of, a, you know, wow, even in the middle of a pretty bad forecast, God used Joshua to do some really incredible things. Yeah, and when I was reading this, I do recall it, it talked about it won't be forgotten in the mouth of their descendants. Um, and so there was this emphasis for even later yeah. that uh, that they would make some mistakes. Um, and I— I didn't study Joshua enough for this chapter to know Joshua was a beast. I mean, they went <laughs> in and they cleared the land and yep. Caleb, uh, his right-hand man was, he was an animal. I mean, at 80 years old, he goes in and, uh, just, he, he gets his house finally. It's like, you know, he, he oh, so they get into the promised land and they've, they've been fighting to clear it out. And then, uh, Joshua's like, hey, your house is on that hill over there, but um, you got you got to fight your way to your house. Yeah. And he's 80. And yeah. he goes over there and he, he just— You know who he is? I, I already gave one comparison that I almost got in trouble for. But in the movie Braveheart, 
He's the crazy Irishman. He's a crazy. No, the older guy whose son is a really strong oh, yeah. guy. That's that that's, he breaks the arrow off. And yeah, he keeps like keeps fighting. That's the kind of guy Joshua guy. is. He's like old, but yet he's like hard as a rock, and he's just still going at it. But that's just a picture of strength that comes from God. Yeah. Whether you're eighty or whether you're twenty. Yeah. You got to have strength from God on the inside. I think you also have to have people around you. Oh, it's a good, that, good thing. That you that you can battle with, like that you can take the hill with, that you can conquer with. And um, surrounding yourself with good men and good women that believe what you believe, that, that are willing to push you forward. And I think there's, uh, as, as far as with, with the Lord, there's no better place to find that than being in a church community. Church. Yep. And uh, if you Small haven't found group. that, you really need to put some work into 2020, finding a good church. Yep. Number one, get to a good church. Number two, you've got to invest yourself into that church. And uh, we're gonna, we will take a break now. and We'll be back. We'll share a little bit more about some of that in just a minute. Okay. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531, Barfield Contracting. Treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060 or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. Pastor Matt and I were talking during the break just about uh, what stood out to us in the chapter, and I didn't even put it together, but one of the verses that did stand out to me, the chapter is the one that's listed for our, our key verse for the chapter, and it's, in, And the Lord, He is the one 
who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. And going back to that line, he is the one that's really kind of the foundation yeah. for the whole thing, isn't it? Yep. He is the one. And, and you know, one Savior, you know, one step, one uh, soul. That's really kind of a, a great picture where we're at this year, and it all starts with Jesus. So starts good. and ends with Jesus. The other thing I liked about it, he says, do not fear nor be dismayed. Yeah, that's in the King James, the New King James and the New Living. It says, do not be afraid or discouraged. I don't feel afraid that much. I mean, it's not really an emotion that I deal with a lot. But discouraged or dismayed, that's more of an emotion that I deal with on a regular basis. Like, uh, oh, I'm not afraid I'm going to die, but I am not sure how things are going to work out sometimes. So I got to trust God. That's good. And you know what? I feel afraid. My wife feels dismayed. And uh, this verse is for both of us. Like, he's the one that goes before us. Thank you, Lord, for going before us. Amen. God, you're so good. We love you. I think my wife's in the opposite boat, so we know just like what that's like. That's cool. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.